FC13 podcast is sponsored by Bet99. Hello, hello, and welcome to this very special edition of the FC13 podcast. We're looking at yet another team who's hoping to vie for glory when it comes to Qatar this winter, and this time, it's England. So sit back and relax. Ask yourself if it's coming home. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I'm going to ask two friends of mine, we're going to work out if it will. Okay, and welcome back. We're happy to have you here. This is a very special podcast. This is basically me having hijacked the podcast from Michael and Andre today. I've got two very close friends of mine on from England to talk about the team with me. I'm going to introduce them both. They're podcast rookies here, so hopefully this goes okay without a hitch. We've got Oscar. Hi, pleasure to be here. And we've got James. Hey, likewise, pleasure. Yeah, I'm getting used to this too with the site we're using. I'm trying to point to my left and it goes to my right. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the same boat, really. All right, so um, should, should we tell the people how we know each other or should we just get straight straight into business? Well, it's back in the year 1973. Where... <laughs> no, that can't be right. No, it's a long yeah. time. We, you could just Canada, Canada, isn't yeah. it? Was, uh, yeah. Yeah, I met these two met these two fellow Brits in Canada of all places, and mm, yeah. they decided they decided to move back. I decided to spend a year of my life unemployed trying to stay here, and it worked. And here I am today. <laughs> yeah, so, still living the dream. Still living the dream. As you can probably yeah. tell, these two are English, so they meet the qualifications for this. What we're going to do here is we want to like basically explain what England are like going into the World Cup and what to expect. We know that. Football, as we're going to call it in this podcast, is a is a relatively new thing in Canada. Like people are just getting into it for the first time. So, with all that being said, guys, what could you tell us about the history of England at the World Cup for those who may not know the three lines all too well? Um, as a as a disclaimer, before I say anything, just wanted to just want to point. I've, I probably feel like I'm representing those that. Um, uh, maybe like not that into football, but are kind of quite like the international sport um, tournament. Yeah, every man, yeah. Oscars, the every man. Yeah, there's a you know <laughs> I know there's a lot of you out there, so I'm I'm kind of feel like I'm going to be representing you guys today. Or if you're if you you want to get into football but you don't really know like a lot of knowledge, it could be quite intimidating because everyone's all like talking about football. So I'm I'm also that guy as well. So don't worry, <laughs> I'm here for you. Um, and in terms of being an England supporter, I would say it's um, you got to just get used to the disappointment sometimes. <laughs> wow, what an opening statement! <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I'm not going to big myself up either too much. I sort of I follow football pretty much my whole life, um, but it's not my forte. My footballing knowledge isn't isn't amazing compared to a lot of people, but I, you know, I've, I've played football and I've watched football for my whole life. So um, I do have a pretty good idea of England's history in the World Cup and uh, none of it is amazing really, in our lifetimes at least. <laughs> um, obviously everyone, uh, well not everybody, but uh, I'm sure a lot of people are aware of the it's coming home uh, famous saying, and it never really does come home, does it? <laughs> well, I mean, I think- I've for a long time. Probably say that you know it will come home at some point, so they're not mm. wrong yet. And that's a very, very, very long boomerang. 
yeah you know at some <laughs> point at some point it probably will but yeah. um i don't know could 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 be could be this yeah. this this winter is it what's that uh, autumn whenever england well, set seems, the bar uh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is what I meant, ladies and gentlemen. But it's, it's fine. I'm, I'm hoping you appreciate the chemistry. I think England, you know, they may have set the bar too high for themselves about sixty years ago, like in 1966 when they won the World Cup. Because cool. yeah, it's been well, like flashes since, but since then it's like they've not had consistent success, like a Germany or a or a Brazil in a tournament. Mm. We've all, the thing I is, think... we've always had the individual players. A lot of the individual players we've had. In my lifetime, since you know, since '93, we've had quite world-class players, but they've mm. just never managed to gel in the way that you'd always hoped. So you're this big names such as Steven Gerrard, Frank Lampard, Michael Owen. Beckham. You could reel off Bet David Beckham, Wayne Rooney. You can reel off a, a, a whole host of world-class players, but it just never seemed to come together at the right time and get the right yeah, results. Hey. So it's always just been just inches away from glory, but. Yeah, so so it's just never never really worked out, has it? Yeah, in hindsight, I look back at that team England had from about two thousand two to two thousand and ten, and like think they really should have like done better there. Like you said, like the players there were like ridiculous looking back. Like yeah. they're all like starting in the pre- starting in the Premier League, and um, mm. so it seems like it's been a tough slog. But um, what are like I your mean- favourite memories of watching England at World Cups as to, up to this point? I mean, with the uh, comments we've just we've just talked about England recently, they've not been too bad. They've been doing far better than they have been um, ten, five, ten years ago. So, like, um, you know, they got to the semi-finals in uh, in twenty eighteen, uh, got knocked out by Croatia, um, the bastards. And then, like la- uh, last year, they they got to the final of the Euros. So you know, and for those of you who don't know the Euros back in Canada, it's like the World Cup, but just European countries. Um, uh, so yeah, we got to the final. Uh, so you know, they're doing pretty well. So I'd say maybe like a very fond memory for me would be uh, twenty eighteen World Cup because I think that's when hope was restored to a certain point because we had had such a bad run for about 12 years <laughs> and finally we had got as far as the semi-finals which i don't think we had uh gotten to for i don't know a very long time maybe before 2000 um yeah so i think that's that for me was a was a good moment mm. the only thing i would say with that is the timing of the 2018 World Cup for for me and Oscar was terrible because we'd just moved to Canada and yeah. as Paul Paul had said, <laughs> football or soccer isn't exactly a huge sport over there and Canada weren't in the World Cup anyway, so there wasn't much hype going around. So although we did quite well, I, I think I barely watched a game and, and if I did watch them, it was probably just in my bedroom by myself on my laptop. Whereas back home in England, there was people chanting on the streets, flares going off. Mm. I'd say it's probably the only time in my life I've genuinely felt homesick because I was so desperate to be able to watch England. And and like Oscar said, we, we played good football and we did well in the 2018 World Cup. And, and I missed most of it, really. So um, talking of memories, I would I would skip past that one, really. <laughs> I can't really <laughs> remember any of it because I didn't, I didn't attend any of it thereabouts. I remember it was um I was on the flight to Canada during the um 
during the England Tunisia game. And it was my first um, insight into Canadian humor because the pilot was um, Canadian and would, would update us on the score. <laughs> and at one point he oh, said, um, for all you England fans, the score is um, one all to England. <laughs> and was, good. oh great okay to, to england right okay cool cool great yeah i think uh, I, can, yeah. I can imagine he's a dad but uh... i know exactly what you mean james i think you and i watched that semi-final in like the lounge area of our apartment complex and it was like just you and me and like maybe three other people and like you said in the uk, in, in the UK yeah. it'd be like like packed in like sardines we wouldn't have been able to move yeah exactly i certainly yeah, find that, that, that too that yeah. Look, like before 2018, obviously, quick disclaimer, I'm, you know, not the biggest England fan in the world. <laughs> it was always, <laughs> like, England were always good for at least one good laugh at tournament, like the 4-1 to Germany, the 1-0 to Iceland or whatever it was. Like, it was a good yeah. comfort for me supporting a team that does fuck all when it comes to international <laughs> tournaments. Yeah. But then, yeah, it came to 2018 and, like, the, la the laughter kind of turned to dread, not going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do think that England are going to go into this World Cup with like some um, genuine optimism behind them. I think they got like a pretty good group. I've not, I can't remember exactly how the draw works out for them, but I think it's kind of favourable again. Like, I don't think they play too many hard hitters early on in the competition. Are you guys confident mm. about England's chances in this World Cup? Um, I wouldn't go well. <laughs> The British or the English, should I say, inside me says yes, very confident. And if our players sort of can pull it out of the bag this yeah, this campaign, then we've got just as much as chance as every other year, really. I wouldn't say we're outright favourites um, when maybe we should be or could be, but it's just a bit of going into the unknown, really. I think the the the, the main chance we've got is is just if Harry Kane can. Harry Kane is our main man, and if he can play as as well as as well as he can, then he can take us to to the finals at least. Really, but uh, I'm, I'm counting on him really more than anyone because mm -hmm. he has got the quality. So, and it's been a while since England had him. England's had good strikers before, like like Wayne like Wayne Rooney was really good, but he never really delivered mm -hmm. on like a tournament stage at a World Cup or a Euros. Whereas Harry Kane, yeah, he's delivered every time for England at that big stage, hasn't he, Oscar? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Harry Kane, uh, as a Spurs supporter, um, I could say is a, a great player. Um, <laughs> but um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tricky one. It's gonna be a tricky one. Obviously, you know, World Cups aren't a, a walk in the park. You've always got those those huge um, huge opponents, such as uh, well, let's say the, the main European ones. You have got France, Germany, Spain, uh, Portugal, and then branching out more internationally, Brazil, Argentina, they're all going to be um, uh, hurdles in the, in the way, um, but they're not unbeatable. You've got to remember that. Um, and, and, and Neva's, Neva's Iceland, but so Thankfully they're all there. It's, yeah, <laughs> I mean, cool. um, but yeah, so anything can happen really. I can't, it's, it's, it's too early to uh, start to start predicting anything but i've got hope i've got hope in that way you know we got far in the 2018 world cup we've got to the finals in the euros i think anything's on the table you need to have good old english optimism to go alongside good old english pessimism i feel 
And on that, <laughs> we're just going to take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. Don't go anywhere. I'm sure we'll have an advert. You may or not skip, and we'll be back right at it. FC 13 Podcast is sponsored by Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino. They offer in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and the MLB. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. And the Bet99 mobile app can be downloaded from the homepage of the website. Depositing and withdrawing funds are hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to you so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 on live chat. So go to bet99.com and make an account to get started. Remember to use our code 13thmansports1, but please gamble responsibly. 19 plus, play responsibly. Available to persons in Ontario only. Subject to successful AGCO registration and execution of an operation agreement with iGambling Ontario. If you have any questions or concerns about your gambling, or the gambling of someone close to you, please contact Connex Ontario 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. And now, back to the show. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed the break, and hopefully you buy that product, and um, you know you can put food on my table. I'd very much I know appreciate I will. that. <laughs> I know. Oscar, yes, Oscar will. And so, yeah, we're back talking to Oscar and James about England at the World Cup and what they think their chances are. So they're both reasonably confident going into the World Cup, it seems. Um, what would you guys say would be a successful World Cup for England? Do you think there should be like a stage they should be aiming to achieve in this, like quarterfinals, semifinals again, somewhere around that range? I would say it would only be a success if we win. That's what I like to hear. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, that sounds like we're aiming high, but it's coming home. It it needs to come home. As as Oscar said, getting to the finals of the Euros was great. Everyone had a great time. People going crazy in the streets and drinking well too much and having just a great time in general. But... It still leaves a sour taste. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's still losing at the last hurdle. It was, you know, it was the leaves a sour taste, and it makes you feel like it's not, it's not, it's not, not, it's not where it wanted to be. It's not quite where we should have ended. So I feel like the only way we can say a successful campaign now is to actually win the thing. And it's about time. Yeah. Going into that Euros final, like like I said, like I was kind of, I was kind of dreading it for obvious reasons, given I'm Scottish. <laughs> but by the end, like I think I remember saying to you guys as well, like, like because I know like you guys and other people from England, like on a personal level, I kind of felt a bit gutted for England after that. Like especially the way they lost it. I still don't think it's a good idea having a 19 year old take that last last penalty. It was a real heartbreaking way to do it. I mean, there's a lot of things that we could say about about that game. I mean, it, Italy, Italy played dirty. And I think one of the biggest regrets about this World Cup is that we're not going to get that redemption match against Italy. And I wish Italy <laughs> was in this competition. <laughs> because because uh, just, just for the, you know, I want that payback match so much. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's a very good point. I never thought of like it would have been like very cathartic for England to beat Italy in this. So, yeah. I guess you're saying this is this is already a successful tournament because you know England got there and Italy didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can sure. definitely say that. Yeah, that's the real yeah, guys. Yeah. Italy, I don't know where I you're think... at, but the World Cup is where it's yeah. at. You know, but yeah, yeah. Oh, they're just chilling with Scotland and um, the, the kids' table. 
Yeah. 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 You guys touched on Harry Kane earlier on, who, yeah, he's been England's talisman at tournaments. I think he got the golden boot actually at the World Mm. Cup in 2018, and he scored a lot of important goals. But outside of Harry Kane, who would you say are England's best players going into this World Cup? Is there any other players called Harry James that we should be aware of in the England team? Oh, no, don't don't get me started. As a uh, as a Manchester United fan, uh, yeah, I don't. We do not speak his name here around around these ends. Um, I, I actually read just yesterday, or it might have been the day before, that Southgate has confirmed that um, his place is safe. His, his his place is secure, so he will be being selected, Mister Maguire, which is a bit bailing um, uh, up the way. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I can justify it. Um, but obviously, eighty million pound Manchester United man. He's obviously you can't leave him out, I guess, can you? So yeah, it looks like he'll be making his way over, um, which won't necessarily be a great thing. But we'll see. Maybe he'll pull out of the bag. One thing I will say is his penalty against Italy was probably the best penalty ever scored. I don't know if you guys can remember, it, but he like laced it into the top, yeah, top of the net, didn't he? And, it was the equivalent uh, of just like. The power bar being all the way full in FIFA and just aiming for the top corner, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, it was a quality penalty, though. So if we actually, you know, if he gets on the plane, just get him on for penalties. I'll, I'll be all over that because hundred percent success rate. Can't can't complain of that, can you? Cannot at all. <laughs> Any other players we should be aware of at all, guys? Well, Harry McGuire's about the mean player there. Let's try and build it up a bit more. <laughs> I don't know about. Um... I don't know who is there anyone at like been certified. I don't know, like Jordan Pickford, for example, the, the goalie. There, yeah. He's, mm. I mean, had a brilliant last two uh, international competitions. I think you know, um, yeah, I think he's a great goalie. But um, yeah. when it comes down to individual players, uh, I'm not, I'm not always on the, you know, on the down low. Hmm. That's okay. It's a bit hard because we're recording this, ladies and gentlemen, just to just to give you a wee peek behind the curtain. We're recording this in September. I guess maybe we don't want, we don't want to say like I don't know Raheem Sterling, and then he get, and he's got an ACL injury in November. You know, and this, this <laughs> ages terribly. We're going to be cautious. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we'll pick a goalkeeper because they almost never get injured, and we'll pick a <laughs> we'll pick a guy who fails upwards in life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, Pickford is a great shout. Yeah, especially he's had you know. Uh, start of the Premier League season so far, he's, he's played really well. So I think his place is pretty um, pretty secure. And, and like Oscar says, he always seems to pull it out of the bag, steps up a bit um, in net for England. Um, they've had some oh, weird, they've had some like shaky goalkeepers in tournaments. Like, um, do you get, do you guys remember Rob Green against the USA? Yeah, uh, where yeah. he just uh, completely missed kicked the ball. Yeah, that was a good. Oh, one. <laughs> that, so that was an that was Paul Robert Did, Robinson. Oh the, no, oh, the Rob yeah. Green one was where I can't remember if the the, yeah, the Yank the striker ball. was, but like. Yeah, just rolled under him. Yeah, he he went to try and just mm-hmm. scoop up the ball, but um, I th- I don't know I don't know how much many drinks he had the night before, but mm-hmm. the ball just wasn't you know just totally mis misjudged where the ball was well, and it just went rolled just, right past him. I just proved your point there, haven't I, Paul? <laughs> Talking to shaky goalkeepers, you can name a few more, can't you? So yeah, just proved it's your like, point. It's like the one thing I feel like Scotland have had in my lifetime over England, but like with the emergence of Pickford, like it's kind of evening out in that sense. Like he's especially with penalties, like England's penalty record has been like famously terrible, but like recently, like 
I feel like there's a bit more confidence there. Like Pickford is pretty good at saving penalties and they won that shootout against against Colombia last time round. So I don't think there's much to be feared for if England go to penalties again, is there? Mm, uh, I think, or, or is there just too much built-in pessimism there? I think when it comes down to England, I think their worst enemy is pressure. When it comes down to... You know, I think this was definitely around the time that we lost that game against Iceland. It was, you know, we came out of the group stages and then suddenly it became knockouts. And then the pressure of staying in the competition kind of maybe got to them. And that's that was that was what why we lost against Iceland. And then it's the pressure of the penalties that maybe just gets on um, on the England team because it's 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 tricky. I can't imagine the psychological um, experience you're going through when you're in front of so many people even in the stadium or on tv and it's you just feel like you've got the whole weight of the country on top of you and then when you're taking that penalty i i can't begin to imagine what what mm. <laughs> what kind of most feeling they really must be feeling. going through yeah, yeah. It, it, absolutely mm. and i think it kind of it shows in a lot of other of of their games when there's a game that matters it's it's almost too hot to handle and it's so I've yeah. always kind of thought, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but like, say if I was like Bikai Saka there or like, I've got to take like a penalty in a high state competition, I think I would generally just throw up on the field with nerves. <laughs> like, I would just straight up, like, just throw up. Like, I don't think I could do it. So, like, <laughs> yeah, even I, if you it does separate, penalty, I can yeah. get it. I it get does it. separate the man, men from the boys, doesn't it? Be I am a boy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a 26 year old boy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you have the big name players like you know, Ronaldo or do you remember when Pirlo um connected that penalty against Joe Hart? It's, oh, he's it's just a like different a robot though. And that's the thing, it's it's a different mind, like it's a different level. That's he's mm-hmm. not human being able to do that, like just to be able to take all that weight and just chip it over the goalkeeper. It's it's, it's almost subhuman or superhuman, should I say. Exactly. So that you've got the guts to do that. So it may involve a penalty shootout, it may not. Oscar, you're allowed to pick any team in the world for this, by the way, because I think you might know who your, what your answer will be. Say England get to the final again, like regardless of draw or however it works out, what would you want the dream final to be? Like, who would you want England to play in this World Cup? Like, who would you want to beat in the final? Okay, so the dream final, right? Yeah. Okay, I want everyone to close their eyes and I'm going to describe something amazing for you. This is a great podcast, and we're all close so, our eyes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so great for our the, scheduled, the scheduled final is England versus Portugal, but Portugal are dis- disqualified for a technicality. Okay, but it's the it's the World Cup. You can't do a World Cup without a final. So England are there, just on the pitch, very confused. Who's this mysterious team going to be? The crowd goes quiet. And then there's smoke coming from the tunnel. And from emerge from the tunnel is the Italian team come out for redemption. Oh, it's payback, baby. Let's get this on. But wait, England have got someone else coming out from their tunnel. And who is it? But it's Sam Ryder, winner of Eurovision 2020. uh, Sorry, no, runner up for the 2022 Eurovision. But Italy aren't done either. Who's that coming out of their tunnel? It's a. 2021 20, Eurovision winners, um, Man Skin, uh, you know that band from Italy, and and they're coming out, and it's and it's it's um, move over 2021. 
this is 2022. This is fitting. I'm really regretting not making this a Patreon podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just imagine that? (laughs) Yeah, you did, because I just put it in your head. It's they come together and it looks like they're about to fight, but they don't. They shake hands because we're all about peace and love here. So so is this like World War One with the Germans now? (laughs) No, 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 because (laughs) they're gonna play football, but before they do, they just quickly all turn to the camera and without getting too political. They all just shout, fuck you, Putin. And then they flip the bird and then they all just play a smashing game of uh, football and it's an England win and uh, everyone just loves it. And that's my dream final is we get our redemption match against Italy and we win. You know, I did say dream and anything can happen in dreams. So this is on me, listeners. Yeah. (laughs) And just the Eurovision thing. I just thought it was weird how like, like Italy won everything. 2021 they won the euros eurovision and great british bake-off oh yeah i'll take your word for that i didn't watch it being here <laughs> yeah uh, okay. i thought i'd add him in, I, I thought i might add him in the in the in the game but um um i couldn't remember his name can, can, can you mm. talk that one james then uh, <laughs> no you can't actually probably enough uh, <laughs> don't mean to give a more realistic answer for you Whatever you want. Yeah. The more, the more, the dream final would be would be Brazil for me personally. I just think we haven't played Brazil in. I can't remember the last time we played them, apart from, I guess when Ronaldinho lobs. Sorry, when? Sorry, when's your realistic um, <laughs> prediction coming out? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it would be Brazil, England, Brazil. That that would just be a killer final. Um, proper, you know, stars. Yeah, there'd be a few stars there, and it would just be, yeah. And then obviously, if England could win it as well, that would be the dream. Um, yeah, yeah. Oscar, I love the pizzazz. I love the imagination there. I love where you're going with it. But England versus Brazil sounds too good. I'm, I'm, I would love to see that. As I genuinely would love to see that as a final. England Brazil. You All know right. what? I did, I did make a, a a hypothetical prediction, and it did turn out England Brazil final. If you've you got go. more, if you've got any questions about uh, my predictions, go ahead. Oscar, the article is spoken. Yeah. And um, but we'll, it, his predictions are good, but we'll see how good his memory is after the break, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to bring back our <laughs> fans' favourite penalty quiz out for these two. We're going to put them through their paces oh, for England 5, Croatia 1 in 2009. Join us after the break. FC 13 Podcast is sponsored by Bet99. Hello everyone, Paul here from FC13 Podcast. As you're aware, this is a highly controversial World Cup. The stadiums and infrastructure built for the tournament have been built off the back of poorly treated migrant workers who have been subjected to abhorrent working and living conditions, effectively rendering many of them as slaves of the Qatari state. These conditions have also tragically led to the deaths of thousands of migrant workers. We may never know the true amount of lives lost as the Qatari regime denies this is happening. MigrantRights.org is a Gulf Cooperation Council-based advocacy group that aims to advance the rights of migrant workers, including migrant workers in Qatar. Through the online platform, on-the-ground projects and grassroots initiatives, MigrantRights.org works to document migrant narratives, ignite local discussion and encourage changing attitudes and practices towards migrant workers. We encourage you to visit their website at migrant-rights.org 
educate yourself about working conditions in the GCC, and if you feel inclined, donate to their cause. Anything you can afford to donate will help the fight to improve working conditions for thousands of migrant workers and would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening, and now, back to the show. Welcome back. Um, because of my negligence, I forgot to do heads or tails on my behalf. So we just did some off-screen admin there and decided that James will go first for questions one and three. Oscar will go first for two and four. And I should probably tell these guys the questions now, I guess. That'd probably be helpful. So questions down already. I'll ask them all. So I'll ask them all out at once and then we'll get started there. We'll ask them out one at a time. So you'll hear them all and then we'll take them all one at a time. Okay. Question one. As Frank Lampard was taking the penalty to make it 1-0, what was being advertised in all the advertising boards? Oh, I can many... see James's face there. Yeah, this is a, he's, he's just he's just realizing what this game's like. How many <laughs> how many how many answers are there? Or how many points for this one? One point. the advertisement boards. They were all showing the same thing at once. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah, for those at home who aren't too sure, the questions correlate with the amount of points. So question one's one point, question two, two points, question three, three points, so on, so on. Mm. Question two. What squad number was Steven Gerrard for this game? What was Steven Gerrard's squad number? Question three, and this one's going to have a bonus. Both Emil Heskey and John Terry played in this game. Who had more goals for England? And bonus, whichever player you thought had more goals, can you tell me how many goals they had for England? So there's a bonus point there if you can get that part. If you're if you're close enough, I might be generous. <laughs> Question four. At the time, how many Manchester United players started for England in this game? So like they had to be playing for Manchester United at the time, and how many started for England? Question five. At what minute did David Beckham come on as a substitute? Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Mm. All right, James, you're, you you decided to go first. You decided to walk into this yeah. with a, walk into this with bold with a bold left foot or whatever foot you are and decided to go <laughs> right into it. Uh, and I have shot said left foot in or shot myself in said left foot should I say. Um, because I'm just going to have to take a massive gamble or a massive punt on this and just guess that what was it 2009 what would they be advertising apart from Nike or something like that uh, uh, God I don't know what was big in 2009? Like N Dubs albums? Like I, I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what would be specific. I don't know what would be specific to the time. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a shirt sponsor. I'd, um, who would have been? Got a classic 2009. Um, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's always better to say. I'm something. going to say. I'm, you know, I'm, I know. I'm going to say, uh, and it probably isn't crap. I'm going to say Carlsberg. Okay, Oscar. Yeah, I also wrote down Carlsberg. Um, I I did notice all the the um, advertisements, um, but I just didn't take notice of which one was during the Frank Lampard penalty. 
Uh, you're allowed card. to say Carlsberg too. Like you're allowed to say the same answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If but it is Carlsberg, I'll, I'll be say Carlsberg. Yeah, okay. I'll say Carlsberg. So the answer was, and I can't actually remember what they are. Um, nationwide. Oh, I think it's like a, yeah. it's a bank or something. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure if by 2009 they banned alcoholic sponsors by then anyway it was a gamble i think they might have, i know they banned it now but uh, and we might have brought the banks back to life by 2009 as well <laughs> yeah 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 true so question yeah. to oscar you're going first okay hmm. what squad number did steven gerrard have for this game um yeah can't remember i put 12 12 james yeah uh well, he's traditionally number four, so I'm assuming it's four. If it's not four, I'll be annoyed. Well, luckily enough, James is not annoyed because the answer is ah. indeed four. Mm. Uh, I feel like maybe that was too generous of one because I think you have like a Stephen Gerrard like, England kit, don't you? Yeah, you've kind of sold Oscar down the river there because uh, <laughs> despite being a Manchester United fan, I do own a Stephen Gerrard uh, uh, England shirt. I do. I he's, got- he's my idol of a player. I remember last year. Think I remember last year thinking back to you showing me that kit, and it was like when Rangers had won the league, England were about to win the Euros. I'm like, if I ever see that fucking kit, oh, James had again, man. I'm going <laughs> to rip that thing in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Question three. This this one's my personal favourite. Um. Mm. So both Emil Heskey and John Terry played in this game. Who has more goals for England? And of the player you thought had the more goals. Do you know how many goals they had? So, James, you're first. Well, I feel like it's almost a trick question, um, but I'm not going to fall for it. I am going to say Emil Heskey did score more goals. He definitely did more stepovers. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to get that reference. but uh, I get it. Through England fans. It's, one, okay, for the, it's one for the kit. It's one for the kids, yeah. sure, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say Heskey, and I'm going to say um, 18. 18. Okay. Mm. Oscar? So, as we had Gerard in the last question, I'm going to say it's Heskey this question. Um, I'm going to say, but this time I'm going to say, I'm going to say 20. Do you, okay, so I'm going to give you guys the choice. You're both wrong on the goals. Do you want to take the point or do you want me to pick closest to it? Uh, Uh, We'll pick closest to it, I think. Closest to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so James gets the point. Um, uh, Terry, so, yes, I got that. Really, uh, I wonder if it was a trick question. So, again, how many did Heskey score then? John Terry got six goals for England. Emil Heskey got seven goals for England. Oh, sorry, you said John Terry. I thought you said Gerard for some reason. My bad. Oh wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, would that have changed it at all? No, 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 no. Yeah. Is that uh, it? I can't believe. I, wrote, that. I literally I wrote more. Yeah. I, I, all I remember about Emil Hesk at the time was the running joke was he was a striker who didn't score goals. So yeah, like, I, 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 mean, I, I know he was a bit of a donkey, but I think he did I, play a few games, but obviously didn't score that many. So, yeah, fair enough. I, I could be misremembering. In my head, John Terry was a defender who scored a lot of goals as well, so I thought that might have been plausible. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah fair anyway, enough. Anyway, yeah. so James has the lead right now. Question four. Um... I'm now starting to realise maybe I have sold Oscar down the river, to be honest. How many Manchester United players started for England in this game? You don't have to name them. I just need the number. Uh, six. Okay. James? Um, 
Just running through the team now. Uh, two. Smalling and Rooney. What's so, Smalling playing? I don't know. Beckham was in there as well. The answer was one. Oh. And so because that wasn't the bonus one, you had to get it right. So I'm going to leave the score as they are. It was Wayne, yeah. it was Wayne Rooney. You got Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Where did I get Chris Smalling from? I was like... Yeah. I was really shocked actually when I looked at that, like seeing he was the only one, but I guess just Man United didn't have that many England internationals at the time. Yeah. Was, um, I don't can't believe like, was, was, player player that. was he playing for Real Madrid? I think he was playing for like I think it was in America at that time. Two thousand nine, yeah. Uh yeah, you know, he'll have left Madrid by then for sure. Okay. Maybe AC Milan, I reckon. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, he had gone off to, uh, gone off to the States. Yeah. So maybe. Oscar is losing, so that means James you have to go first for question five, so that means you can't steal Oscar's answer at the end and ice the game that way. You know, we're trying to keep it what's interesting. The, sorry, what's, the, what's the score? Um, oh, James has beaten you by a by three points. Okay. So it's still plausible. Mm. So at what minute did David Beckham come on as a substitute? Wait, hang on. Is it me to answer or Oscar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're to answer. Sorry. Sorry, mate. It did break up for a second. Uh, so, oh, right. Sorry. Okay. What time did Beckham come on? Sorry. I just misheard it. The sound broke up. Um, I know it was late in the game. So, 83rd, 83rd, 83rd minute. 83rd. Yeah, it was late. I know. Maybe, yeah. Okay, Oscar. So, to win, first things first, anything but 83rd minute. And second, <laughs> you got to get it right. Hmm. <clears throat> this is uh, this is just this is just like taking a penalty in a Euros final, isn't it? This pressure, <laughs> yeah. I think it's the exact same. I'm going to say 80th minute. Oh, oh, okay. I the answer was 81st. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you hit the post. <laughs> he's, hit, he's hit the post. Oh, come oh, on. No. It's the. It's places are right. Yeah, dear. If this was like the regular podcast where like me, Michael, and Andre, there's like punishments and like rewards at stake, maybe it would have been like doing it differently. But this is just for fun. So I'm just going to say that you hit the post there. You hit the post <laughs> and then it hit off the bar and then it bounced <laughs> on the line and then spun out the way. Yeah, goalkeeper was <laughs> lying on the ground. He was nowhere near it. Oh dear. Uh, also, also, so James wins a very, very close game. Very close game. There. And I'd like to say a quick shout out to FIFA and YouTube for not having any England World Cup games on their site. Just wanted to pick a random <laughs> qualifier from a random qualifier yeah. from two thousand and nine. <laughs> They're doing the Lord's yeah. work. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so we're just gonna have like one or two more questions just to wrap this up quickly, ladies and gentlemen. We can let you get on the rest of the day, I can free these two into the outside world again. Um, <laughs> so what would you say to me and the listeners to convince us that England can win the World Cup? Like, if you were to like pitch to, to, pitch to me and the, the good folks listening that England can win the World Cup, what would you tell them? Go on, James. I'll start. Um, I'll just say that <clears throat> we've waited long enough for it. We've got a good squad coming through now with some good young players um, who 
didn't quite live up to their potential last year in the Euros, um, but we know they have got it there. Um, we're so very close uh, in winning the Euros. I reckon we can, if we just can jump that last hurdle, I reckon we can pull it together and, yeah, have a real strong uh, campaign and hopefully, yeah, lift the title at the end of it. That's what we're hoping. <laughs> but we've got the players there. We've got the players. And as always, it's just a case of getting them played together. And uh, yeah, let's just fingers crossed they can do it. I nearly have my fingers crossed my fingers there, man. Where's the bar my hand there? <laughs> 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 um, I'm going to say, so I live by the, 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 the mantra or the, the, the feeling that, you know, you learn from your mistakes, right? You can only really get better. And there's, there's proof in that in the English team. So 2018, we got to the semifinals. 2020, we got to the finals. There's only going up from there. You know, Gareth Southgate. Hard place finish. Manager. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's knowing what, what goes, he's knowing what doesn't, and he's learning from um, the, the international tournament. So he's, 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 he's every, after every mistake, he fixes them up, we, we, and then we just prosper. And this is it. This is it. Two, well, I guess a year on from the, the Euros. Um, we, uh, he is prized together the team that's going to win. And I believe in it. So I think. And if he drops Harry Maguire. I mean, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's you should email him personally. But uh, yeah. if we don't win, then, you know, he's got it, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. Also, like, I can't bring myself to say I think England will win the World Cup, but what I will say is, I think in my lifetime, this is the best chance they've had. Um, like, I do mm. think they'll go very... 2018 felt like a surprise getting to semi-finals. This time around, I feel like the, the expectation can be semi-finals. Mm. So, I'll be and very... And you could also... You could argue that none of the other squads are as strong as they have been, apart exactly, from... Exactly, yeah. Arguably France with um, Mbappe, who could just win it by himself as well at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, Belgium aren't what they used to be. There's no Italy. Spain, you know, they're, you know since they've lost sort of Xavi and uh, Iniesta and Busquets and stuff, then they're not they're not the same team anyway. So no one, uh, they're not, yeah, no, none of the other teams seem to be as strong as they used to be either. So it could be you know, time for England to come in and really... Uh, take it exactly this is one last question this one will be for the good this is one for the good folks at home who'd like to know what you think about this it doesn't have to be too analyzed or anything just a gut feeling how do you think everyone's favorite country canada will do in the world cup (laughs) uh okay yeah i think uh, um i'm also aware that i've come onto a a podcast that is that is aired in canada and is uh, As you so can I don't definitely want to tell just immediately uh, just destroy all your hope uh, right here, right now. But I think, you know, you've got, it, it's got to be a challenge. I mean, the group you're in, you've got Croatia, Belgium, Morocco. Morocco, I think you'll, you'll, you'll be fine against. Croatia, probably going to be a bit of a challenge. Um, but then there's, you know, Belgium, as James said, they're not as good as they used to be. But there's, you know, so there's chance. I guess Belgium and Canada are... Um, Will be a, will be an interesting game to see. I'll definitely be watching that one. Um, let's say I, I think Canada can 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 get out the group stages and go to the knockouts. Um, problem with that is 
you're probably against the two giants of Spain and Germany. Um, so that's going to be a challenge, but anything can happen. Anything can happen. And I would love, I would, it would be great to join you in the final. <laughs> yeah. I think I can't really see him getting to the final. Um, yeah. Oh, have, James. They have, yeah. It's not the hockey World Cup, Oscar. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. football. Yeah. Yeah, soccer. Soccer we're talking about, yeah. Come on, man. watching the wrong uh, No, yeah, they have, have got a tough group. Um, yeah, they might struggle with, with those. Um, but the good news is they're in this World Cup. They're guaranteed for the next World Cup as well, aren't they? Being a host country. Yeah. So... Onwards and upwards, really. <laughs> exactly. And, like, you know, yeah. I've never seen Scotland get to a World Cup. This very much feels as if I'm, like, someone's plus one to a World Cup for the first time in my life, so I'm just going to enjoy <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy it. No matter how yeah. well Canada do, I'll enjoy yeah. it. No matter how well oh, England right. do, results depending, I may enjoy it. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think we've gone on long enough. Oscar, James, it's been lovely having you on. Lovely to catch up with you. Um, it's yeah. been great to see hopefully you Hopefully England do well enough that we're all happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks for the invite appreciate it yeah, yeah no, no problem. problem at all make sure to look out for more of these in the build-up to the world cup we'll have a couple more from other countries along the way we'll of course be like ending this series of canada as well so that's one to look out for in the meantime from me paul at the fc 13 podcast my guests oscar and james it was nice talking to you and see you later a good one adios